Ooh, what up, though? What's poppin', man? Dude, I got it right this time, man. Episode 165. Let's go. You know what I mean? Hilarious if you got it wrong. <laughs> Dude, I got it wrong like two weeks in a row. Dude, what is that on your fucking ceiling? Am I watching TV oh, over there? There's another projector on in the background over there. They turned on because the remotes are shared. Oh, like, yeah, like yeah. So it's you the same that one brand, off. so you turn that one off, and the other one was like, oh, you must want no, me to come sure. on. No, leave it. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're going to leave it on. <laughs> What's that on your scene? I'm like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Cup of Footman Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Yo, you got something a little different this week, man. It is, it's, it's, it's fire. Did, Dude, you, I name, my did you name this? I didn't name it. I'm stealing the name okay, from okay, the, go the ahead, go person. Ahead. And I got to give this person credit. Uh, speak easier uk is the username on ig okay and i got and i this is his recipe or her recipe i think it's him his recipe um i got his rig i was a little nervous bro because uh this has a little ingredient in it that i was a little sus on that i've had at bars before and cocktail parlors but i've never actually tried it myself so so first attempt but it came out awesome man so this little gem here is called the neptune's garden okay um it ah, is i like the, yeah, the, the, dude, the color like, that's yeah, pretty man yeah, like neptune's yeah, gardens cool. man i was like all right this is fire and it looks pretty when you pour dude look at the picture of the pour. i'm like i gotta do that oh yeah yeah, it's awesome dope. so uh, neptune's gardens man so it is a shot of tequila so we did the casamigos this week uh casamigos tequila the blanco um we did it's half a shot of elderflower liqueur so we always do the saint germain here um half a shot of blue curacao a half of a lime squeezed and mind you you're building all this in a shaker no ice so build all this in a shaker no ice so the tequila the saint germain the blue curacao the half a lime and then you're gonna top it off with a half ounce of egg whites and that was the part that made me a little sus because i was like <laughs> egg whites that's weird yo and it, and it looks nasty it does and sean knew how to get the egg whites out of real eggs because i almost <laughs> gave up on the whole operation because i bought the wrong carton <laughs> but fucking sean had a fancy ass way to get egg whites out because <laughs> i would have been here forever trying to scoop it with a spoon it would have been messy. oh that would have been horrible yeah yeah bro so uh yeah so egg whites so you put that in a shaker you shake it up no ice and that way you get this foamy because what the egg whites do is you get this little foamy rim thing going and it thickens up the drink then after you shake that for a little bit throw in the ice shake it up and then pour it in a rocks glass with one giant cube if you got it you can do regular ice but we did the cubes like we would for an old-fashioned and uh that's it man enjoy no garnish no nothing the foam is like the garnish yeah uh and it actually hits man when you, when you pour in that 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 egg whites and as you guys know everybody's eating eggs right um it's just it's just like slime that's what it looks like it looks gross but i was nervous the the uh it gives it this 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 foam not a different flavor at all but but it gives it this foam on top and it actually makes a difference like the texture makes it yeah, yeah it, it does it makes a difference and full disclosure it's a raw white egg so uh uh you know there's like the salmonella concern there so i guess we have to leave a, a uh, uh oh, i don't know warning here but i did look it up it's one in thirty thousand. Uh, times that you could do this you could get sick pretty sure you got those eggs <laughs> yep and it's significantly reduced though if there's alcohol involved because the alcohol helps kill shit oh nice so you know do with that information what you will but it is raw egg so you know whatever yeah. it's like this is this is the disclaimer to have at the bottom of the menu yeah. <laughs> consuming undercooked raw, raw material yeah. but delicious uh, i was nervous about this one but i wanted to do something different man and this shit 
it's good. Yeah, it's and, awesome. And, and it sounds complex, people, but it's really it's not. really not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally half the stuff is already on the table, and I think we just don't have the egg whites and the blue curacao up here. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's pretty and, and let me tell you, the fancy way to get the egg white, literally, crack the egg in half over a bowl, and then between the two halves of the egg, kind of go back and forth with the yellow. This motherfucker was juggling. Yolk. Yeah. You juggle the yolk in between the two the two eggshells and the white just falls away from it. Bro, I was in there watching that shit like I was watching Gordon Ramsay Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I was like, what? Dude, it was a fucking <laughs> and it was a chef that I used to work for that showed me that. He was like he was like big into working out. So he would be there early in the morning and he would make he would make eggs for himself and he would always do the egg whites. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he and he showed me. It's like, oh yeah, it's how you get the egg whites out of it, and it was and it's super easy. That's yeah. I mean, when I watched you do it, I was like, oh, that shit looks so cake. Like they did. I bought that whole carton. And the <laughs> carton I bought wasn't just whites; it was the whole damn egg. And I and I took it right next to, so right next to it, it was egg whites, but it was a tall carton. Uh, okay. I just took the one that was next to it that was shorter. Yeah. I didn't read the thing clearly, and then yeah. And wound up being mixed egg. And it's funny when I poured it initially, I went, "Oh fuck, that's the, oh that was <laughs> yellow." I knew right away. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh. but yeah, worked out. Thankfully, Sean knew how to do that shit. And uh, it's what good. is it? Neptune's what? Neptune's Gardens. Love it. Neptune's Gardens, man. Love it. And then uh, one more time on IG, speak easier UK uh, is where I got the the recipe from. So it looks like a bartender. He, he throws out a lot of drinks. He's got a lot. Of, I don't think this will be the last time I try something of his. Uh, I've seen a couple on there that look really good that i bookmark so so shout out to speakeaser uk awesome yeah man all right man carbon footprint and we are sharing this one this week yeah this, this is this is odd man sometimes back we, to back you know, weeks where we share yeah it. yeah this is we, we we had we both had this story i was going out to a guy uh, a canadian guy uh marcel lebrun lebrun i think that's how you pronounce his name that's how i was gonna say it. um so this guy is a former uh software engineer um, that that had that he had like a social media uh, monitoring company. He sold it to like one of the one of like the, I guess one of the big guys, um, big companies out there, and got eight figures for it. And um, and for and with that and with part of that money, the guy put his money where his where his mouth is. Um, he's he's had concerns over. Uh, he, he lives in, uh, where is it? The, the New New Brunswick city of. Frederican or Frederickton in Canada. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's uh he's he's had concerns over the the homeless population there. So he decided, yo, I'm gonna build like this town for the homeless. And he's and so he built or his his goal is to build 99 tiny homes in this like small community. He's already got 74 built. Um and I think that he's building them at a rate of like almost like one a day. Damn. I think that's what I've read. That it was like it's almost like one a day, or uh, maybe it's like four like per week, something like that. He builds them like inside of this big, um, like a warehouse, like a, like, like a warehouse type building. Yep. And then just roll it out there. Yeah, where he rolls it out there, and they, but they actually have like um like like they'll put a a concrete foundation that these things are sitting on. Oh, okay. so and they're they're fully equipped man a uh, full service kitchen um living room bedroom a uh, full bathroom uh a small deck in the front like a little porch area yeah. in the front and he has solar panels on the roof that help that help power it as well um again it's made for for folks that are that are that are homeless um 
he's employing people within the community as well. Yep. Not everybody, but I know he's I know he's employing some people. Um, he's they were saying that in that area there was like sixteen hundred people that reported themselves as homeless last wow. year, with six hundred were chronically homeless. Wow. So so you know a thousand of them, you know eventually got, they just rotate. They're falling on hard times. They'll get out exactly. Yeah. Um, so I thought this was like really cool. Um, one of the things that he said in the, in one of the interviews was like the government, like I, I want to say it was like 30 years ago had promised within 10 years that the homelessness would be gone. And here we are 30 years later and it still exists. So this guy put the community together. One of the things that's what was cool about it too, man, was that he made it a gated community. So you you can't just come in out of there. It's, it's like nice. Like he's actually taking, like he's making it uh, something that's aesthetically pleasing, and like you said, and safe, and right. you know, like, yeah, you he can take pride the camera system there. in there. Yeah. So yeah, really, really cool, man. The things that things that you would not get in in sort of a lower income area. And I know it's meant to, like you said, he's employing people within the community, but it's also the the idea behind it is that you get back on your feet and you can sort of like reintegrate into society and be a productive member and get a job. So it isn't that this isn't your forever home, right? I guess this is sort of like a stopgap, and then into your forever home, hopefully. But it was saying also like they were interviewing some some of the some of the people that live there, and and they go, yo, like this is exactly what I needed, not just financially, but also to be to be become part of another community, like the sense of community, right? That's right. awesome, man. Yeah, dude, I saw that. So it's funny, man. Like you said this is a rare time where we both had the exact same carbon footprint without even having like talked about it like yeah. ahead of time like that like like sometimes we'll talk about a story we're like oh let's you know let's do that one together but this was like the first time where we both came with the oh that one's mine too like yeah uh, and it was uh, yeah the, the story i think bro you see people all the time where you're like man if i won the lotto or you know if i you know made this money blah blah, blah i would help you know we we all kind of talk shit especially we're bashing like rich people where we're like i would help you know if i could i would right and i don't necessarily think you're obligated to do that or or that you should but I think it's cool uh to your point earlier it was like this guy put his money where his mouth is where like he did get this opportunity and gave back um you know obviously worked really hard for what he got and for the ability to do this but just to see him give some of it back you know you said he made a yeah. lot of money off of this and, and not for nothing bro so this community of 100 homes um 12 million dollars he uh he put four million of it in himself and then he got the other eight million in uh, in grants and and other outside support, which means government funded some in grants and all that stuff. Yep. So you but you figure he did the legwork and he figured out right how to get that done and how to get that made. And yeah, man, sometimes bro, you just need somebody to care and to put in the effort, man, and yeah. and, and have some cash. It didn't hurt that <laughs> four million. Bucks. And the guy's taking like the, the, he has a website. So the website is uh twelve. So the number one two um yeah. neighbors dot com. Um, and neighbors is spelled N E I G H B O U R S. Um, so he said, and they actually, there's a spot in there where you can donate. Like if you want to donate to him, you you definitely can. Um, but man, like I said, putting money where your mouth is, man, that, that's, that, it, I think just, is, it's, it's an amazing thing that you could, it's one of those things that just kind of feel good things that you get behind. Absolutely, man. And and it'll pay, you know, we always talk about making an impact. This this is a lifelong impact for some of these folks, man. This is this is hopefully like the the stop and journey and just like a, a chapter in their story. 
Or like you said, this is their life. This leads to, you know, the, the sense of community. Maybe they do live here forever, but they have a job. They feel like productive members of society. They make new friends and family and all that out of this. And so like for these people, it changes their lives no Absolutely. matter what, man. So that's, it was cool as hell to see, man. Uh, it, it was neat. I was like, at first I thought it was almost like a fake story. Cause you're like, it just sounds so cool. <laughs> like to just think of the total, you know, the tiny home thing, the, you're like, man, it seems like something like, man, why haven't we done that before? And you look at what it costs them. You're like, that seems, seems so reasonable. It's too simple. It's too simple, dude. You're like, who doesn't have 12 million bucks? You know, when you're talking about, I'm not the average person, but I mean, you know, dude, you're thinking about our government and, and tax dollars yeah. and stuff and shit that, you know, support that we send to other countries and stuff uh, like that, man. You know, even with the stuff like the, 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 the war in Ukraine and now the stuff going on in, in, in Israel, dude, meanwhile, we had these horrific fires in Hawaii, Ugh. and and the government has done little to nothing. Uh, they gave them seven hundred dollars per person, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't think that was enough to rebuild their entire? Dude, to, to just to think that you know we can't even rebuild our own communities, but we're giving you know giving money out. And I think that and this is the same thing in this scenario where this guy got some grants, put in his own money, um, built the community. Where there's if there's six hundred people, he just took a sixth of that and said, "Okay, after this, I've just cured a sixth. Dude, and people want to give, like everyone in their own capacity, right? Like we don't all have a million dollars to give away or whatever, but I think most of us we want to give, right? Like we we want to to contribute, we want to help. You just gotta give us a reason. I mean, not, I don't want to say to care, but you got to, A, you got to make it, you got to give us the opportunity to do so. And then, then also make us feel like it is impactful. It is, right. you know, helping. It's going, it to, is, a good it's place. going to a good place. So I, I think, um, yeah, man, this is cool, man. I hope, I hope you see more and more people do this. Hopefully this inspires people who do have the means, um, and the resources and, and the connections and all that to, to yeah, pull off this stuff. Yo, so shout out Marcel. Shout out to yo. Marcel, man. That was dope, man. Good for you. Let me tell you who's not trying to house people. Nah. Who's not trying to house The people? Las Vegas Raiders. God. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers is trying to create homeless people. <laughs> for those of you who have not seen it, yes, this is our sports segment. The Las Vegas Raiders fired everybody. They fired. Dude, they fired the the GM. They fired the head coach. Head coach. Dude, weren't they? They were just like three. And and, offensive three coordinator. And three? three and yeah, three, three and three. And, four, maybe, and then maybe now they're three like and four, three and five after this. Like, it's not atrocious. No, but, but they, they fired so teams they, that are zero and seven right now in the NFL. <laughs> dude, so they fired the head coach Josh McDaniels. They fired the general manager, and to me, in an unprecedented move, they benched Jimmy Garoppolo. They benched the starting quarterback. I didn't disagree. I didn't agree with that either. But I don't. No, no. I don't like. I didn't think that that was the the problem there, right? No, like I didn't think that that would, that that would be the choice of the owner. A, mm. they just paid that guy a lot of money. Mm. So you pay him a lot of money because you believe in him. But maybe it was Josh McDaniel's belief in him that brought him there, right? Because then they were they worked together. At, yeah, in New, in New England. Yeah, yeah. So that so that might make sense. But I just thought it was weird because. Um, the new head coach is actually a former giant. You'll recognize this name. It's Antonio Pierce. I know, which I, he was like a linebacker he's coach, like, right? yeah, and they like promoted defense. him. And so you go, was it was that his decision or was that going like was that was that the ownership? Because uh what what's his name? The 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 owner Mark Davis. Yes. He's he's very involved with the team. 
He's kind of like a Jerry Jones. That motherfucker looks like Chucky. I can never get <laughs> like how you got that kind of money in your hair. Is still that stupid. It doesn't make any sense, bro. Look, yo, Google Mark Davis. If you're not a sports fan, just look at a picture of this guy, and then keep in mind he's a billionaire. He looks stupid. Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. <laughs> I, I have to agree with that. I digress. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm assuming, like, based on the way this thing played out, it's like. You fire the coach, you fire the GM, and then you go, you're, per, you know, Antonio Pierce, you're promoted. And by the way, you have Garoppolo bench. is not your fucking quarterback. I, anymore. you know, I, fuck, man, because I thought it might have been Pierce's decision. And, or, it, and it very well could have been. I could be wrong on that. No, or it is the ownership, but it was weird because you said they got rid of the GM and all. Because my first thought was, oh, this is Pierce. This buys you a year. This goes, hey, I'm an interim head coach now. Give right. me one more season. I sucked. If you do well with this guy, you look like a genius. With the fourth round, whatever rookie that they threw yeah, away now. Yeah, it's a rookie because, matter of fact, that's what was. They, they, they bypassed, uh, what's his name? Um, Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Brian Hoyer was Brian the backup. Brian Hoyer was the backup. So, to me, you're going, okay, if I win games, I look really smart. And maybe I, this wins me the job. If I don't, I wasn't expected to because I put in this fourth round kid. Hey, we're just trying to see what we got. Brian Hoyer is probably in the twilight of his career. Jimmy's clearly not the guy. It almost buys you a free year of sucking going, hey, we're rebuilding. You know, and that's that's how I thought about it. I went, fuck, you put me in that scenario. I might get in this mode where I go, I'm trying to win games, but I'm trying to give myself an excuse in case I don't because I'm thinking long term. Right. You know, like I, I go, okay, if I don't think Jimmy's the future or even if I do think Jimmy's good enough to do it, it's like... If I lose with Jimmy, then there's no win for me. But if I lose with a fourth round rookie quarterback, it's like, oh, you took the chance on this guy, didn't work. You know, I'm like, right. and if he wins, I sound and look like a genius. Like oh, I knew this guy could do it. That's why I threw him in, you know, in there. Yeah, so yeah. It's it's kind of a win win. Even if even if you even if you sort of get close with games. Dude, and in worst case scenario, you don't win a game the rest of the season and you get a top five pick in a draft. Yeah. In a draft that is loaded with quarterbacks, probably. And I and I wonder if this is just like the the ownership for the Raiders just going, you know what? We're just gonna tank this year. We're gonna get some picks and we're gonna go after Harbaugh. Ooh. Did you see that? Well they they uh he's gotta be so Michigan supposedly then it's not I don't think it's official. They rescinded the offer like for an extension. Oh, an extension? Oh, did they really? When they interviewed Harbaugh, he was just like, "No, that's not true." Okay. Um, maybe there's an agreement there. We're like, but, yeah, forget it. Maybe, yeah. maybe he, yo, maybe he's over. He's like, "Yo, fuck this college thing." Like, I'm always getting investigated. I'm, I'm, right. I'm done. Like, I'll go make some real money. Actually, I shouldn't even say make some real money. He gets paid really well in college. Probably just no, like, he let does. me go deal with. He does. But listen, that's not a bad point, bro. Like, you go, you do that, yo, and then you go Caleb Williams, because the other shitty team is Carolina. They don't need a quarterback. They got theirs. They think. And yep. so they're not drafting a quarterback. So even if you get the second or third pick, you get Listen, a bro. Caleb Williams, bro. Come on to Chicago. Come back to Chicago, Harbaugh. We need you back over here. Wasn't he in the running? Did he interview for that job? I don't know. I feel, I felt like before he took the Michigan job, there was these rumors that he had an interview for the Chicago. I would love to see him back in the NFL, man. Dude, let me tell you, my, my Bears lost another coach. Is their running back coach, David Walker? for and it's like some it's over some like workplace behavior incident what is going on in chicago i don't know what do dude do? they lost the what well, it, it didn't say oh it didn't say it didn't say 
Early in the year, they lost a defensive coordinator for some inappropriate activity, quote unquote. Okay, so and he's fucking with a staffer. And then okay. some other, and then this guy is uh, over over workplace behavior. So there's like all like 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 HR issues. So is this is this quote for you're smashing an assistant or a uh, uh, a staffer or I don't know, bro? Are you just an asshole? Behavior unbecoming of yeah, a coach. Like who, who's the guy right now? Isn't De Niro on trial for fucking berating like an assistant? Isn't an assistant? Oh yeah, what is going him? on? I saw like a little headline about he that. Treated her like shit, but I'm like, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. To this. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullying. It's bu- Oh, that's right. It builds character, bro. <laughs> you know how appreciative that girl's gonna be about that one day. <laughs> Speaking of bullying, fucking Bobby Knight died. <laughs> motherfucker gotta go <laughs> he building a basketball team which is I'm sorry of the bro, he's just gonna be bullying motherfuckers in hell now <laughs> yo Bobby Knight was like the last old school coach left like oh, like he man. reminds me of like a movie you see of like an old disgruntled uh, a coach who just refuses to grow up like but he did that shit in real life that motherfucker's throwing <laughs> chairs humans everything bro <laughs> he didn't give a fuck yo and crazy when they fired him remember like like putting hands on a player right yeah, he uh, never got back into was coaching that, that wasn't at indiana right that was that he no after it, it was like after indiana yeah. yeah yeah i don't know if he choked a player or some shit came out but, but it wasn't the first time that he put hands on no players, he always right? did but then it was in that I think era indiana was, it was like, okay yeah it, it was yeah. starting in that era where we were like not okay with hitting our kids anymore and then it was like I oh think, bobby can't do it either then. yeah i was gonna say in, in indiana he was dealing with you know generation x and we're, we're used to getting beat mm-hmm. so uh yeah, that was that. That, that, that was Bobby Knight was okay. Was wild ass. Nah, man, Bobby Knight died at eighty three years old. Shit, man. Um, what a legend. Yeah, that that dude was a was an amazing was an amazing coach. So he had a run, man. Yeah, yeah, great coach, man. For his time, uh, just could never evolve and change with you know, like like Shostakovich was right. really good about that about evolving and changing. He with the couldn't time. coach NBA players. Not at like all. You could not take no. him to, like that. That shit wouldn't fly. No, he would have never worked out at that. Yeah, yeah. His, his ego, him, it wouldn't let him check himself enough to to do that because he couldn't handle eighteen year olds. So yeah, yeah. It was kind of like Urban Meyer going to the NFL. Yeah, he couldn't handle eighteen year old broke kids. Can you imagine eighteen year old? <laughs> imagine twenty year old millionaires. Yeah, they would yeah, eat him no alive. He, he would just be fuming, bro. Fuming, dude. I uh. I mean, Halloween yesterday, man, and uh, and I saw this story about some of these towns uh, across the country, and they're trying to set an age limit on trick or treating, and it kind of Ta- really like is that what you're worried about? Okay, bro? so that was my first thought, and then my other thought went because they're like, oh, these kids are too old. I'm like, wouldn't you rather them be doing this? Like on Halloween, if you had to pick all, you know, like kids could go out in TP houses and egg them and do shit, or or kids could just be out doing dumb shit. Wouldn't you prefer to them just be going out and get like what are you mad about that they're taking more candy from you? Like Yeah, right. And and I, I kind of feel like the the ones that I that, that I that I don't like, and I've seen this in the past, is the ones that come without a costume. Yeah. Don't come to my door without a costume. Yeah, fucking put in some effort. Put some put some yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I wanna listen, I wanna say I wanna see a dope costume or a funny one or yep. something. Don't be coming in, in jeans and t shirt talking about you, you know, Fonzie and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a fucking sweater vest. I'm Bobby Knight. <laughs> sweater vest and just carrying a folding chair. <laughs> With the Grim Reaper behind you. 
<laughs> Bro, like I'm first of all, to your point before, it's like that's what you guys are worried about. And also, don't you want these kids to be doing this and not outside fucking around? Like So where doing, is this town? So there's a few. It's not just one. There's oh, just like no. a few towns across America. And it's like a story. I saw this. I think Gary V was actually talking about it earlier. That's how I um sort of came around but it was like some towns want to ban and of course it's like these uh sort of smaller towns and these really you know obscure you know middle of the country states but yeah, yeah. it's like uh, they're like upset that the, the older kids are participating but i'm like i would prefer that i would encourage that like go out and do that like i'll give you free candy all day like yeah, i don't care. go have fun i had man. a couple of kids yesterday i saw they were way too old probably be trick-or-treating but i'm like nah, i'd rather you be doing this bro today yeah than doing some dumb shit do you know what was dope man so my my neighbor down the road um he earlier in the month he had invited me and and the family like he's like hey i'm doing a halloween party on this date and i think it was it was like on saturday um you know come come down and hang out i had totally forgot about it we had gone out that day i came home it's i don't know it's probably like nine in the evening my doorbell rings and i go over there open the door and it's like a gang of kids but he's in front of them and he was like Hey everybody, Mr. Sean, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, and, and I'm like, hey, you know, and I have nothing, bro. I have no candy, no nothing. He comes with a bag of candies in front of all of them. He's like, here, and he's like, yo, here. So I'm fucking like, oh, you know, he came with a bag of candy, and I'm just like giving out candy. So it like it worked out. It worked out. And oh my god, bro! So then, I, like everybody, all the kids get get their shit, whatever they leave. I hand them back their bag, and I was like, "That was amazing, bro!" I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that that's was awesome, that though, was fucking man. awesome. That's man. awesome, yeah. Dude. Because that moment, them kids didn't care about. They don't give a the, shit. No, where they, get they don't give a shit where they get candy from, man. And and you know, you'll always have that interaction and that experience with that person, man. Yeah, no, that, it, it was, it was awesome. And, and our, our neighborhood, we don't have a lot of kids. So we're like notorious for like, everybody leaves their fucking lights off. Cause they don't want anybody. Cause they don't want anybody coming. They don't want anybody coming. And he had talked to me when, when he had, when he had invited me initially, he had told me like, yo, I want to take the kids trick or treating, you know, and if it's cool, we, you know, we'll do your house too. And um and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like, whatever. I totally fucking forgot, man. So when he shows up, but he has the bag, I was like, man, fucking uh, score. Clutch, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember, I like, I definitely trick-or-treated when I was fucking, like, middle school, definitely high school a little bit. But I remember me and my uh, uh, my best friend growing up, man, uh, uh, Miguel, in Jersey, we went trick-or-treating through an apartment building. Okay. Like, you know, we we're trying to hit everything. And then we went into a, an apartment building, and we were going door-to-door in the apartment, bro. And it was cool because we were clearly too fucking old. And yeah. it didn't help. He was tall as shit. He was like six foot. We're, <laughs> we're like, you know, seventh grade. Two eighth fucking grown ass yeah, men. We, we look like two grown ass men, bro. Like literally, it, we look like two immigrants who were just trying to collect food for their family. <laughs> like it was like, it just looked awkward, clearly. And we're just wearing like scary masks, right? So they could have thought we were robbing them. But I remember knocking on an apartment and, you know, living in an apartment, you're not expecting people to trick or treat right so oh, no, they did it in my building yeah, yeah so like yeah, in these, yeah. some of these people were like what the fuck like they're looking at us and they started just giving us like food from their houses i was gonna say man they yeah. giving you rice random and beans shit bro and we're shit. getting ramen noodle packs and shit <laughs> we're getting like cup noodles yeah they're giving us yeah dude fucking goldfish you know their packs of goldfish <laughs> for their kids and it was cool because like they were just like they just humored us you know yeah. it's like we could have been doing 
shitty thing. You know, it's like, I, I don't know, man. I see this and I'm like, why are we such in a rush to like force kids to grow up for certain things, man? Like, I think there's there's some there's some shit that you want to preserve and just let them. You know, I'd rather know on Halloween, I can just look down the sidewalk and know that everyone's right there. And they're not fucking, you know, destroying cars or messing up houses or doing what they're just getting free candy. You know, it's like and having fun with their friends and don't have a story to tell about cool costumes or the house that was given out the big candy or what, you know, whatever yeah. it is, man. It's like let, let people enjoy that shit, man. Why are we stealing that? And not for nothing, bro. When you go out and you buy candy, like I'm not buying candy with little kids in mind. I'm just going, yo, somebody's going to come to the door. Yeah. And then when it's gone, it's just gone. Dude, I was giving handfuls to people like just like yeah. yeah it's gone it's gone i'm expecting it's all to go like that's i right. bought it to give it away like just yeah man i, I uh, don't do that shit man any town that's considering doing that like i wouldn't make it older like fuck dude 30 yeah make it 30 <laughs> if you're if you show id i'm giving out liquor <laughs> dude i did that one year uh trick-or-treating taking a kid trick-or-treating i had a wagon that you would pull like the younger kids in once their legs got tired you yeah. know they would think but what i did was i put like a cooler in a wagon and i filled it with beer and and for, i'm not for, for halloween for halloween okay okay and as i'm trick-or-treating every parent i walked by i was just giving them beer just giving them beer and they're like dope. oh like, <laughs> and it was hilarious and i did it probably like two years but i remember what one kind, year what kind of beer was it bro it was be fucking it. One year was like fat tire. And, and I'm gonna tell you why I know. Because I went to Publix, like, and I, and I don't think my intention wasn't to give away beer. I think I went to Publix to buy probably beer because we we're like, oh, let's just do it while we walk. And Publix had like a BOGO. You know how Publix always oh, has these yeah, BOGO? Yeah, yeah. And they're BOGO on these beers, and they were like 18 packs. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'll buy two. I'll get two free. Yeah. And so I, now I got 100 beers or whatever. <laughs> like, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm gonna give them away. And it was cool, man. I would go beer, and then they would look at me like, "For real?" I'm like, "Yeah." And I'll throw, and I'll throw a beer. They're like, "Oh shit, thank you, man!" And it would just be, and it was awesome, man. You would get people like, and it's hilarious. You'd run into the same people after a while, and they'd be like, "Yo, can I get another one?" I'm like, "Yep, yeah, fucking ass." So I have beer left. <laughs> it was awesome, bro. I was like, I don't want to come back home with this beer. I'm just giving away beer, and it was cool because even That's adults dope, were like, "Oh, this is cool," you know. And I was like, you know, again, it was just something fun to do because it was like, yo, we're all out here. We're taking our kids. Yeah, Obviously, nah, you have dope. a good time with your kids, but I'm like, all right, man, this will make it fun for us, too. Like, Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. And at least it ain't nothing like the, over in, in Italy, man. You seen these parents over in Italy trying to get their kids out? They too old. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely. This is some real life stepbrother shit, bro. They Yo, too. Did you see this shit, man? So it's like this, and it's actually not even parents. It's a mom who's supporting two of her kids, forty years old and forty two years old. And in Italy, so by the way, like I think I don't know if it's a law because I, I read the article. I didn't see if it's a law, but I guess traditionally, um, you take care of your kids to around like low thirties, somewhere between thirty to thirty three is like normal for Italian kids to stay with their parents. That's like a Latina chick. <laughs> stay home. Like you stay home till you're 30 some or you're knocked up. Like there's <laughs> Oh, so then she's gone at 18. She's gone at <laughs> late bloomer. <laughs> Depends on who you talk to. <laughs> In a Latin household, you've had three kids by 18. <laughs> so in this story, man, it was a it was an Italian mom, had a 40 and a 42-year-old, and she was already retired. She was like 75 years old, already retired. Um, her her pension check 
was kind of paying for the for the bills and stuff and and they were like the fucking kids man had the nerve they got a lawyer and they were like yo we're not ready to go yet she needs to support us we need more time (laughs) (laughs) we're not dead yet (laughs) i'm working on this thing it's gonna take off any day now i'm holding off for a management position They gonna let me manage this GameStop, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that's too fucking old to be living at home. You know what's funny, man? I remember you and I have a have a a mutual friend um, that we used to work with, and he's Italian. And I remember him telling me that his mom, like like his sisters, lived at home with his mom and dad, and they were married. Or at least one of them was. So their husband and everything lived. Yeah, home with them. yeah, yeah. And like, and like the like, like his mom was like the matriarch. Like she was, he kind of ran everything. Yeah, yeah. That is very common in Italian households. I would say Latin households are a little bit like that too. I man, forty something's too fucking old. I also think if you go back, it's a little different too, right? Like if you're forty something, you went That's, back because you're falling. You you right, stop falling on hard times. You right. fall on hard times. You're in between fucking houses. Whatever. I get that. Dude, you've never left your house at, I think at 30, that's too fucking old, but you've never left yeah. your house at, and I know 30 with this generation is like normal now. I was going to say, man, I think, I think this now is very normal now. Bit, 30, yeah, yeah, 30 something is very normal now for any uh, 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 culture. I think 30 something is like perfectly normal now, but 40 something is fuck, dude. You have zero pride. <laughs> you're 42 years old, still living at home, mom, and you never left, and you're not slow. You gotta be a little slow, right? Like, there's, like you are a little retarded. If you're saying, like, you have to be, right? There's no way that you're not, like, a little bit. I'm not talking capital R, uh, but you're a little bit. All right, that Chris Broussard. <laughs> Chris, I got your back. You should be allowed to say that shit. <laughs> I got your back. You ain't saying nothing wrong, dog. They just fucking with you, man. Bro, I think he had a moment where he was just like, fuck, I'm fired. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he went, yeah. You I'm know that like, moment you're like, oh, that's not going to go over well. Yep. Well, that whole shit, he used to be like, you know, you know uh, who was the guy on, on Fox that was like, do it live. Do it. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? I can see him. You know what I'm talking about, right? Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> I'm like, Chris Bizarre is like, listen. It's not O'Reilly, was it? It is. Bill, it, it Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly? Okay, yes, okay, yes. okay. Well, I'm like, okay. Well, Chris, Chris Bizarre, for those of you who don't know, Chris Bizarre, I don't know if it was today, or I, maybe it was today or yesterday, something, <laughs> something. He says the word like like retard in, in reference to um, to uh, James Harden, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't about him being retarded. It was like, he was like, oh, that he must be a retard if he thinks X, right? Whatever that is. Yeah. Why can't you say that? Yeah, I don't know. Because you, if we're you saying can. that that's it's just not that you're on TV. No, but if we're saying that's not the appropriate word to call people who have a mental disability, right? Then it could just be somebody really stupid. Right? Yes. It's a it's a slang term. It's a slang that. term for somebody who we deem to be really stupid, right? And so you should be allowed to say it then. Because in that context, you're not going like, oh, he must have Down syndrome, right? You're saying right. he must be really stupid. You know, like yeah. I, I don't know, man. We should be able to separate the fucking two, but but we can. We don't have any sponsors. Yeah, this is Fuck. true. And also, if you're going to sponsor the show, I got to be able to say retail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make it, bro. It's a, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> you're, you're, I could be Sean's going to have a list on the air, like taped to the words I can't say. And I'm going to be like, 
Ah, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> beep, beep, the whole time, it's just going to be <laughs> I'm like, what? When when did Midget become offensive? <laughs> mid, mid, I mean, uh, little people. <laughs> that shit sounds worse to me, bro. We're like, why you got to call me little? Why? <laughs> Dude, what is this shit with uh, Joe Biden watching movies? Yo, fucking Joe Biden, bro. And this probably would have went really Dude, well. I'm really starting to become a fan. Yo, of Joe? Yeah. Yo, you know what? He was really fucking boring at the beginning, right? But the entertainment has <laughs> kicked up a notch. You're right. So now I'm like, all right, Joe, I see what you're working with. <laughs> Joe evidently was watching Mission Impossible. I think the new one is seven. And, Ooh, and have you haven't seen the movie. The I haven't movie, seen it. Okay. So the movie is centered around AI. Okay. And sort of how it kind of goes rogue and so oh, shit goes okay, down. Okay. So that's the whole premise of the movie is, is you know, AI. And yep. and that's the villain, I guess, quote unquote. He, uh, bro, I'm over here throwing oh, the bottle like I'm at the club. I, I was going to open it. Are you, you going to drink that? I, I feel like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was over here waving around over here a waving around tequila bottle. Tequila bottle, like a rapper. All right. Uh, so anyway, so Joe saw the movie and he says that since watching the movie, it's it's made him very, uh, uh, I guess, afraid and concerned about where AI could possibly lead to. Uh-huh. I don't. I think he thought he was watching a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, Tom Cruise didn't hang out that airplane, right? <laughs> he didn't. Re- and then I go, actually, he probably did. And then they're like, yeah. And then I'm like, oh fuck, actually, Tom, Tom, you're not helping the case here because you want to be like, you know, he didn't jump off a cliff with a motorcycle. And then you're like, actually, no, he did uh, jump he did. off the cliff with a motorcycle times, right? Yeah, in that movie, to, like, d- like, like to get the right to yeah. get the right shot. And that motherfucker's so crazy that he said he wanted to film that first just in case he died. They could plan the rest of the movie around that. Get the fuck yeah, out dude, of here. Yeah, dude. That was the thing they did day one was the scene where he drives off the cliff and he opens the chute and he's on a motorcycle. And he said they filmed it day one because he goes, if I don't make it, then there's no fucking point in doing the rest of the movie. Or you have to be able to plan and, you know, replace me. Or wow. whatever. I'm like, kind of morbid, but also smart. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love that guy. I love that guy, bro. But hey, so so uh, Joe Biden must have thought he was watching a documentary because he said it gave him a lot of concerns about AI. And so now, I don't know if you've seen, he's started writing all this all this policy and trying to pass all this policy now centered around protection oh, with AI and really? all this stuff. Yeah, man. And he's working with all these tech companies and all that stuff to sort of uh, occur. Yeah. Dude, this is just... Listen, every, anything and everything couldn't be, it has downsides, right? It has negative sides, is, is yep. bad. But this is just the next iteration of the internet, of, of the, tech, news, the newspaper, of, the, of books, everything. Of and it's not TV. bad, but it can be bad. You know, like right. it's it, like everything else in life. So it's like a car can be bad. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. anything. A, a, car, a car can be transportation or it can be a weapon. Or it can be a weapon. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. There's definitely a lot of concerns. There's definitely going to be people using it for nefarious reasons. But it's like, yeah, what do you? What do it's you? It's not do? the doom and gloom. What do yeah. you do? And honestly, man, like, like I don't know if you've seen that, like the apps and some of the phones and like there's AI built in now. Like I use that shit a it's lot. Kind of cool, man. It's awesome, bro. I it's awesome, bro. My meme game and my my uh, leaving shit is game, stepped up. It's fucking stepped up <laughs> dramatically, and it's all original shit just because of AI. Like it's stuff that no one's ever gonna see again because I've typed in some shit into AI and it gave me a great GIF or it gave me a great meme or gave me. I'm like, this is amazing. And yes, there's downsides, but everything has a downside. It wouldn't be used, man. Uh, yeah, but Joe's fucking. I'm like, yo, that he probably thought he was watching like a legit like documentary. He's like, no, you guys got to see this. <laughs> We're in trouble. 
<laughs> Don't worry, Joe. We'll make a we'll, make, we'll make a little AI little girl so you can go and rub and sm- <laughs> smell her hair. Yes. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> 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 fucking march a few of them up there. <laughs> oh, fucking Joe! That's, that's bro. fucking awesome, dude. Oh man, yeah. Dude, what's going on with the uh, with these with these tanks? You got some tanks full oh, of stuff. There was some, some tanks stuff, in man. Northern Ireland, bro. These tanks that are full of bull semen. <laughs> and <laughs> I know I said that shit kind of casual, <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. never. Like rewind what? The, 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 so there was these tanks in Northern Ireland and they're full of bull semen. Like come in like Northern actual, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm almost positive it's Northern Ireland. Uh, so Northern Ireland is like like the the the, the little country. Yes, in Northern Ireland, in like in the, in the in the landmass that is Ireland and Northern Ireland. Yeah, for those that went to public school, Northern <laughs> Ireland is split into two. Yeah, so they don't teach us that. Until you until you see an article like this and you're like, oh, is that just the north part of Ireland? And you realize it's a whole country that they just call Northern Ireland. See, you know why I knew that? I, I had a I had a, a a teacher in seventh grade. She was from Ireland, but that was at a private school. That was yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You right, man. I'm sorry. Shout out to Saint Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> in public school, it's just called Ireland. <laughs> Like the whole thing, the whole thing is called Ireland. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the north. That's the, it's still Ireland. But like, yeah, that's what we call Maine in America. That's Northern America. <laughs> but but bro, there was a, a a a these tanks full of bull semen, and I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the name of this. Cloger. I'm gonna go with Cloger in Northern Ireland. So the tanks are used for artificial insemination and cattle production. Okay. Um, and they hold a considerable monetary value with some containers containing uh, some containers of prize winning semen fetching up to twenty four hundred dollars. Uh, first off, for to, the, for the tank, yeah, twenty four hundred dollars for the yeah, tank. yeah yeah for the tank. But this so like somebody local, so somebody stole these. Somebody shit. stole fucking all of them. Um, <laughs> and. If I, I guess you're gonna sell cum on the black market. Bull that's, cum? The, that's the thing to do in Northern that's, Ireland. I guess, I guess that's the thing to do, bro. Can you imagine your semen being called prize winning? Like I was like, Dude, I would, I, there's I would, a goal in life I didn't know I had. And I, was I, had gonna, I was just gonna say, bro. <laughs> I would be feeling really prideful I'd about be that, bro. Super prideful. Dude, I got a I got a good story. I got to tell you, man. And I may have told you this before. Um, my, my wife and I had had um had some issues getting pregnant in the initially. Okay, and so we both go to. We we both go to like the the fertility doctor, right? So she goes in there and she's like, um, she gets checked first. So they check her out, and then she comes home and she gets the results, and she's like, "I'm fine. See, I told I told you it was you. You're shooting blanks, right?" Yo, <laughs> I'm gonna let you move forward with that story, <laughs> but this is the biggest difference between men and women. Can you imagine if you did that to a woman? I told you it was you. <laughs> you were fucked up. You were fucked up. <laughs> I told you you couldn't I'm have no good. babies. <laughs> I told you you got unfertile ass. <laughs> Call yourself a woman. <laughs> Can you imagine? That <laughs> shit would never work. He'd be, like, <laughs> he'd be like, we're going to strip off the woo. From now on, you are just man. <laughs> <laughs> I just got lightheaded. 
that's the woo leaving your body. <laughs> All right, so, Shit, so she comes home and she's like, I told you it was you. You're shooting blanks. Like my shit came through is fine, bro. For 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 the life of me, bro, I was just like, in my head, I was just like, all right, we're gonna go see. Okay. Like I like, let's go see. So I go, I give my sample, right? And the greatest thing is that I didn't get the results. She goes in and gets the results. Okay. So she has to see the doctor. Dude, do you leave the sample at the place, or do you get to put it in a cup at home and drop it? No, 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 no. The dude had a had a had a room set up with a fucking recliner. Uh, oh, fucking, get you comfortable? Fucking videos, magazines. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah. Awesome, they want you. To, they want you to leave it there, like fresh. Right. What kind of videos are you picking out of the bunch? I don't. You know, to be honest, man, I don't remember if I watched anything or if I looked at the fucking magazine or if, or if I didn't even Rolodex. need it. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I not have needed it, man. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I leave the sample. But the, I tell you, the best thing is that she has to go in there. She's going in there. Cause I'm working to go get the results. She has to. She has to see the doctor. And the doctor goes, he come, he walks in, he goes, uh, yeah, so uh, it's not your husband. Um, he has a, an extremely high sperm count. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my and, boy. And he goes, and even the shape of the sperm was perfect. <laughs> Let's she, go. She has to come home and tell me this. So she's telling me the fucking story. And I do exactly tell what you Tell me do. about my semen. I'm like this. Hands raised in the air. I'm like, yes, yes. I thought you know, you know the scene, you know the scene in um in in Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, I'm not fucking leaving, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, don't leave. That's me when she fucking told me that I had perfect semen. <laughs> I don't even know how I would handle some news like that, bro. I would have a whole separate pillow just in my balls at night. <laughs> I'd be sleeping like, yeah, you guys be, be like, can you get me a fan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take care of these prize winning. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I would be cocky as fuck. I could have told you that though, bro. There's cause you you're part Puerto Rican. Bro, we're the most fertile motherfuckers on the planet. If, <laughs> if we stare at you for too long, you're getting knocked up. <laughs> I don't even like cutting the lights off around people. <laughs> I mean, you go cut them back on. Like, make sure the women out of the room, bro. We multiply like roaches, duck. You cut the lights off, you cut them back on. There's like seven times more people. <laughs> if you're having fertility issues, bro, just go find a Rican. <laughs> Oh man, it's dope, man. <laughs> what a time, bro. I would have been celebrating. Yo, that's so wild that was before we met because I would have threw a whole party. <laughs> I bet we having a surprise party for Sean. What's the occasion? My man got dope coming. <laughs> My man got super cup. We celebrated. And too bad too, because that was only about that was, that was probably about a year and a half before that's, we met. That's right before. <laughs> that's right, because cause that's right, because your youngest were just born when we met. Oh mm-hmm. man, oh we're funny as fuck. Oh uh, fuck, man. Tell me about oh, this man. fucking uh, cocaine addiction. What's going on, with dude? You? That man, this shit is such a waste of medical prowess. And <laughs> <laughs> these doctors in Brazil are developing a vaccine for cocaine addiction, which. Maybe I am grossly underestimating. Hold on, hold on. A vac, a vaccine. Aren't, aren't vaccines for like viruses or yeah, right? Like you, you don't get a vaccine for any. I mean, any kind of addiction, right? Drug addiction. 
prescription drug addiction. This would open this up. So evidently the vaccine obstructs the brain okay. from being mm. able to, it makes it immune to the response that it would get from cocaine or crack. So you just don't, so, so, so you don't feel good. When it's you just take not it. right. It's just, it does so, nothing. So then it takes away your want to want to do it because you're like, oh, right. it doesn't feel good. Then why am I going to keep doing it? The cocaine one throws me off. I guess I would understand crack because crack, you do see like crackheads right. and people die from crack. But you ever <clears throat> met a cocaine addict that wasn't functional? Mm, fuck no. <laughs> people who do cocaine aren't usually in a gutter you know what i mean like yeah cocaine's that, expensive true. bro <laughs> like you can't be it's not like heroin or like crack crack is literally created so that the poor demographic can enjoy cocaine right like it's like a yeah right right so i'm like how much of a problem is cocaine i could see crack so maybe this solves both issues and and i guess and, and i'm thinking I'm, so, I'm still back on like the the the, the term vaccine mm -hmm. like I mean, like, I guess vac vaccine is just a cure. I guess it's a cure for for anything, right? Yeah. Or an inhibitor yeah, <clears throat> for something, right? Like it's yeah, blocking right, your ability right. to catch a virus is the same way this is blocking your ability, I guess, to enjoy the cocaine. I, that's what they're calling it. But it seems like we what? have so much other shit. I was just going to say, man, aren't like, there just so many other things to worry about? We got fucking cancer, fucking heart disease. I mean, even... Even obesity, like in this country, oh, is is fucking rampant. Like, get a fucking you know, make a fucking fat bill, dude. The fact that there isn't, you know how you we every couple of years you see a campaign for the newest fucking thing that we're tackling. It'll be like heart, and then it'll be like breast cancer, and it'll be like yes. every commercial was. The fact that we've never seen this shit for obesity is kind of fucking wild. Yeah, bro, because it's the leading cause of death of a lot of things, bro. It's a leading. It's the, it's like. You know, if you have diabetes, it's probably because if, I mean, at, least, at least type two, yeah. right? If you have heart issues, it's probably obesity, right? You like have, you a, know, like, dude, and there's a lot of shit that goes, there's a lot of diseases that come because of the food that we eat. Like, how many things that, that, and, 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 I, and I don't know what the number is, but there are many things that we find on our shelves in the grocery store on a day to day basis that are banned in other countries. Oh my God, so many of them. Bro, how many, just read the fucking ingredients on half the shit you eat. If you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't. You have probably it. shouldn't have it. And there's like ninety percent of the food we consume is probably yeah. shit we can't pronounce. And I, and I don't want to pick on Fruit Loops, but go read the but ingredients. Go read the ingredients. Yeah, there's some shit on there that you can't pronounce, dude. There's so much shit on there, man. So it's like, okay, this, this is what we care about right now, like the vaccine for that shit. Like you said, like there's a lot of shit I can think about that we should be focused. Yeah, on. they people want to enjoy cocaine. Fuck them. Let them enjoy cocaine. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't I've care, never bro. seen. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Uh, don't get me wrong. But all the people that I know that use cocaine or have a quote unquote cocaine addiction are doing all right, bro. <laughs> like it isn't ruining their lives. I mean, it, it probably is in other ways, but I mean, it isn't like you're, you're not, not seeing people OD on cocaine and you're you not seeing people die from the fence and no shit, but right. it's not. Yeah. And, and, and you're not, you're not hearing people like, oh, like, like this, he was this, you know, mass shooter that he was on cocaine or he was this fucking you know, this serial killer that he was on cocaine, you know, like you don't hear that. Yo, he would be unstoppable. <laughs> a serial killer on cocaine, bro. Menace to society, dog. If you gave, bro, you imagine you gave Jeffrey Dahmer cocaine and just let him go on a rampage. <laughs> you, would, you would have to tranquilize this motherfucker, bro. He'd just be, bullets wouldn't stop him. He would just be out there. <laughs> Yo, speaking of bullets flying, you seen uh, Maine's population got cut in half. Yo, 
my man's went in there. You know what's wild about this? How do you kill 16 people, was it? At 18. 18? Okay. And then injured and, many and more? Then, yeah. Injured and then get away people. for like a day or two. Two like days, A manhunt. Yeah, yeah. And then he just killed himself. But that's how empty Maine is. That you just take off, bro. And then they're like, nah, we can't find him. Dude, you know why I was more like sad about this? I go, fuck, man. I thought Maine was one of those places that you could go to and not worry about mass shootings. Yeah, dude, man, Maine is beautiful, man. Like, there's some parts of yeah, and 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 every time I hear about people, because I know some folks that live there, yeah, um, shit, are they all right? They could have been in this, bro. Good question, man. Statistically speaking, have you heard from them? I didn't check up on them. Shit, um, but it's like it's one of those places, like you say, it's it's beautiful, um, and you just don't hear about shit like this that that goes on there. It's actually, um, the biggest mass shooting that we've had this year and the biggest in Maine's history. I mean, in Maine's history, that wasn't hard to get to. Yes. But but, but, this, but year, this year, that is like, kind of wild. We've been on a good run this year, I was gonna, Yeah, we've been slagging. Well, dude, didn't, didn't we have like, wasn't like the first three months like unprecedented? It was, that, at least one, every, the, it was one number. We were averaging like two a day stupid. or something. It was yeah. like 1.5 or something like a day. Yeah, no, we did a story on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. it was like, we were like 90 days in, but there was like 130 yeah, mass shootings, right. something crazy <laughs> like that. I remember that, man. Dude, it, I mean, tragic, obviously sad that this guy yeah, did no, that. The, but the, um, yeah, it shocked me, like with the this day and age with cameras and all that stuff that you could kill that many people take off and it takes two days to find you was kind of wild to me well this and then dude, he offs himself i'm like you pussy like just do that shit out the gate bro right like, uh yeah yeah like just just kill yourself instead of doing it to everybody mm -hmm. else so he's former uh former army mm -hmm. guy um and i think from what i've read he was he was uh he was a, a firearms trainer yeah right? firearms he? trainer he was stationed in west point which is very close to where I was stationed when I was in the Marines. Oh, I, I was in New York? Yeah, Newburgh. I was in Newburgh, New York, and West Point was actually where we used to go to, um, that was our closest like military um, grocery store. So it was the closest, closest military oh, base, period. Now, is that where the school is as well? Yes. West Point, okay. West Point, yep. Okay. So he was stationed up there, and, and from what I read, he had some shit, some mental issues going on there where they had to like hospitalize him. So I, I'm just wondering as a, and, and and granted, you know, maybe there's just, maybe there's a lot, maybe there's too many, I, I don't know. But if you, if, if, if you were hospitalized for mental issues when you were in the military, I would hope that the government would be following up on you um, after you got out. But it always feels like after you get out, you're kind of left to your own accord. You have to, you know, yes, there are VA hospitals that you can go to. Um, I don't know if those are the best. I'm, I'm sure that there's there's probably different levels to it depending on where you're at. But it's still, I think it's left up to you to go to those. It's not like they're going, hey, you're getting out now, but because of this, because of this pass of yours, you need to come here on this time, on this day, you know, on or on, on with this regimen. Yeah. Yeah. And until until you're cleared. And maybe that I don't know, maybe it's something like that comes out of this. You know, the whole silver it, lining. But yeah, you said I doubt it because this isn't the first. Yep. And it, it, be there'll, the there'll be another fucking mass shooting next week. And and, and uh, evidently he was reported it. a bunch as well. He was reported. The cops did check on him like weeks before. People really said like, yo, oh, really? he's going to snap. Yeah, dude. Like there's this whole big controversy now because they're saying that 
cops were called, authorities were called, for people what? close people close to him were like, yo, I think he's gonna lose this shit and he's gonna do a shit. Was it for literally him? said okay. that yeah, he's unstable. Uh, just shit that he would say, yeah. I guess. And we're like, I'm afraid that he's that he's gonna lose his shit. And he and I think literally the complaints say, and he's gonna commit a mass shooting. And it was like weeks before he actually had oh, done wow. it. And so now the big thing becomes, did they say why? Because he went into a bowling alley. Yeah, I, and it's just like, yo, like, dude, I don't know, man. Because you why would a military go? guy too? I don't know. Is it is it feeling disenfranchised? Is it feeling like your government let you down? Is it PTSD? Is it like there's so many things like 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 is it? Uh, I, I don't know. Mental illness? Is it? You know, you almost always hate to give them a buy, but you're like some that, that whole mental mental illness umbrella though, man. It's 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 getting right bigger because being and bigger. fucked up is a mental illness, I guess, right. to an extent. Like, so we all have one. Uh, to an extent i'm definitely mentally ill but the <laughs> but the, like bro I, like i don't know man at what point in time are we allowed to say like there's just some people who are fucked up like and i don't know maybe that's categorizing mental illness but some people just <laughs> what's the shit from batman some people just want to watch the world burn bro like Ooh, and like yeah. the the uh there isn't an explanation there isn't i mean maybe there is on a psycho analytical you know thing but it's like some people are just wired a little different than the rest of us bro and then like bro have you ever i'm sorry this is gonna get uh i'm probably too far off track but like there is no track i've not no yeah you're right i've i've never met anyone that i would say if you saw a story like this that you would be completely shocked that this happened also like as much as we're like i think yeah, you always like, look at crazy something. if you spend enough time with somebody yeah you could be like uh you know what i didn't think he would do that but yeah like know, his wife was pissing him off but, or right or he was stressed out about his job but is that because was, i've seen so many like am i just this like am i just desensitized to it and because i go yo i think everybody is capable of some horrible shit i think that's that yeah right i think that's it right there i think everybody yeah. is capable of that i think most of us listen I, if 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 there was a camera uh in you know of all of our thoughts we'd all be in jail oh my god bro yeah right so we all think about sadistic shit every now and then it's it's just that most of us go that's absurd like no like i'm not doing that i'm gonna say that out loud yeah yeah you're right. right bro because i don't talk to me for days sometimes <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, yeah, like you in time out you in time out dog <laughs> you, you, you need you need time to cool off <laughs> yo for real you know should have take some time to cool off too them dudes in uh in hamas <laughs> did you see that fucking video bro yo so they had a video so they caught this dude in uh from hamas and um and you know arrested him whatever and they had an interview with him and they were basically, and he was telling like how they, you know, how how they sort of went like house to house. So they they were sort of given they were given orders by by Hamas. And so this is a this is from a from, from do a we Hamas. know who the leaders of Hamas are? Uh, maybe I'm just I ignorant. can't pronounce their names. Okay, okay, but there are some out <laughs> but there. But there are some out there. Okay. Um, but this this guy was basically saying like the leaders of Hamas was like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna go over, you're gonna go into this area, and you're gonna kill everybody you see because everybody is a soldier for israel and so that the the sort of interviewer was just like all right dude so um so men i I get that but women and children also like you don't think that that's and then and he even questions the guy and goes like well you're muslim you know what would what does the muslim faith say about that 
And the guy admittedly goes like, yeah, like, you know, like if, if, if my father knew what I did, like he would kill me. But he, but they essentially went door to door. And if they found somebody in the house, no matter who they are, what age, gender, anything, just gotta go dead. And I'm, and I'm like, man, like, what does that, what kind of mindset does that take? to take that kind of order from somebody and go like, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But it, and you know what's interesting, man? It's not, because there's a fine line here, right? But this is the issue with like organized anything, cults, I guess some extremist oh, religions. Organized anything, bro, yeah. Um, it's that the, the same thing that makes you apply those things and belong to that group on a positive are the same things that make you go negative. Right, like the rationale behind why you follow a certain faith or an organization or a yep. cult or whatever are the are, are the same ones why you end up following a terrorist organization. The difference is is that like your your actions and the things you carry out are a little different, but the mindset and 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 psychologically the things that sort of make you feel like you belong to this group are the same. And like you know, you they they're sort of following this cause that they really strongly believe in, right? And they're willing to lay their life for it, yeah, and others lives for it man like it, it it's really do i find no, 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 that whole thing fascinating bro like it sounds like i'm military it very much you know so, what I'm saying? Like, it's like any group any group of, right, yeah, right any, any group, group. Yeah. because you know like that's a great point man because like the if you think about it they are in their own mind in their own right they are sort of a military they're all a group they're a band of brothers right fighting for a cause and that they're willing to die for that they believe is noble right and it's obviously outside looking in, we can judge that and we can say like, no, this is fucked up. You guys are doing some horrific Correct. shit. But, but in their minds, it's justified because of this cause that they believe yeah. is noble. Listen, we, we send troops, we send troops abroad to kill people. And, and, um, and, 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 almost while, daily. <laughs> and, and, and while we have almost like ethics around it, where we go like, okay, maybe women and children are kind of out of the, are, are out of the question. Maybe, right. If a woman has a gun, guess what? And if she aims it at, if she aims it towards, towards your crew, guess what? Like she's dying. She's dying. Yeah. Right. So, so there, so there are exceptions to that. Um, but to your point, we all go, you know, like I say, whether whether it's a whether it's some kind of cult, a religion, a military, or even like this, which is they're not really a military, but they they kind of are a band of brothers. Let's yeah. put, put it like that. Um, yeah, man, like that, all that shit. Like we, it's almost like we we do it, we do it in all aspects of of different societies around the world. But we make it okay in our heads, depending on what we believe. Yeah, dude, because Hamas is clearly a terrorist organization, right? And, and we got into this a little bit before, but it's like that group itself is a terrorist organization in the same way uh, do you the think Taliban they, is a terrorist organization yeah. for Afghanistan. Do you think not that all. they believe they are, though? Like, if you're part of that, do you go, or are you because- No, you probably think you're a gang or you're or, or a, a freedom, group, a freedom, or a freedom fighter. fighter. You know, absolutely. Because yeah, again, right. like, you're- perception or your perspective is very different like i'm sure in their minds and in their believers minds is we're the villains or or you know israel's the villains or whoever right, else right, is in the, this case the right. world there are the villains right they're yep. against them like and they convince themselves of that right and who okay. i don't want to say who are we to tell who's them to say wrong, that they're wrong but who's to say that they're wrong because in their mind they have their justifications correct that just don't align with the rest of our beliefs right but and right. so like 
yeah man it I, I don't know man this is like that that weird line of like the same passion that drives like these positive things whether again they're religions or tribal groups or whatever are this that same passion when sort of pointed in quote unquote the wrong direction that we you know uh, or i guess the anti-norm i mean murdering people is the wrong direction so i guess i'm okay with using the wrong direction it's like this feeling is the same. The 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 feelings that got you there are the same. The passion that got you there is the same. All that. It's just that you're aimed in the wrong direction. Dude, after 9-11, you know, we go into Afghanistan, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Fallujah. Fallujah. And, 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 and we and, just and we go door to and door. And as Americans, we're rooting for fucking, if yeah, it moves, it we, dies. We're like, yeah. And we go door to door. And, and I don't know if the, I don't know if the door to door was kill anybody in the house. I'm pretty sure that, that, that was not, I mean, I was not there and I'm pretty sure, that, but I'm pretty sure that's, that wasn't the direction. However. It happened sometimes. I'm sure it happened. Dude. I and it's funny at that time it's probably the most patriotic I've ever seen us as a unit yep. and, and I think that a lot of us would have been okay at that time with hearing even if we heard like yeah we're not gonna we would have been like Dude, yo fuck it it's them or us Cat, that's how we would have thought about Cat it. Cat Williams has the perfect uh bit on this where he goes where he's like that the media they you know they didn't even really refer to them as people or men women and children they were insurgents and and he goes and he goes insurgents. I don't know, not even one insurgent. You can kill all of them, dude. You and it's funny, but it's like hilarious. Yo, but it's, it's so fucking it's so, true, bro. That's what makes him so good. It's like it's you disassociate yourself from them because you use this word where you're like, well, I don't know anybody who associates themselves as an insurgent. So yeah. fuck it. Yeah, like, I, they must be getting what they deserve. Like that sounds bad. You know, like whatever. However you justify, it. dude. One of my favorite scenes from American Sniper. And I'm gonna assume Ooh, it's a that, true story. With, um, Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper plays the uh, yes. man. I wish I could remember the, the sniper's name. And uh, I don't recall either. But anyway, there's a opening scene there where there's a woman, I think, and a child, and they have a rocket launcher sort of under her dress yes. or whatever. And he's looking at, and he's like, "Drop the fucking rocket," you know? And he's yes, like, yes, because yes, he yes. has to kill them. And it's this internal struggle where he's like, "I'm gonna have to kill you. Right. I don't want to, but I have to because you're gonna kill my brothers." And that like it's so it's if it's you or them it's you like right but i don't want that and i think it's it, it it was like a uh again whether you know I'm, I'm gonna assume it played out that way in real life and he had this real scenario but like it's it's this really interesting thing because like it, this morality of you kill the woman or you kill the child you kill the stuff but also the the is it noble because you saved a bunch of your you know teammates and you know your, your fellow patriots and right. countrymen and and it's that's like you know one side of that coin thinks you're a piece of shit the other side of the coin looks you as a hero looks at right. you and, so, and it's and i've always loved that scene because it, you know what it did was like it set the tone for that movie and for this guy's life of this torment of yes i'm the greatest sniper or yes you know this you know I, I had to sort of fight for you know to protect our, right. our freedoms and 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 our beliefs and all that but it's like that comes at this cost and at this like moral like right fight at the end of the day i'm really killing people yeah, I'm killing people and I'm killing a woman and I'm killing a child and I'm killing it. And, and, and it's like, and I, and how do you, how do you do it as an audience and as a director, man? I think it's Clean Eastwood who did that. So, like, shout out to him. It's like, how do you make us almost go, 
fuck, but you gotta do it, bro. You know, like 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 that's hard to pull off, bro, when you're doing a, with, with a scene like that. And in real life, man, I, I'd imagine that's very similar to what these people are facing. You know, I, I mean, terrorist organizations aside, but I think when you're actually in that sort of conflict, it's yep. really tough because it's always no them man, or me, but, them but or even, me. But even within even even with terrorist organizations, right? Like we've seen where drones fly over buildings, and then you go like, well. You know the 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 number two guy is in that building, but there's fucking kids playing around the building, and they drop the shit anyway. They're like, "Fuck it, we can't miss this opportunity. Right. It's collateral damage." That's right. And, and you justify it. You justify it because you go, "There's a subset of the population that would go if you didn't get him there, he disappears, and maybe you never see him again." Right? Like Bin right. Laden. And then there's a subset that's like, "Oh, you, but you killed all these." Because I've even seen them say Bin Laden got killed like. In front of his like wife and kids, wife and kids, man. right? Yeah, he did. And he's go, do you not do that because his wife and kids are there, right? And you try not to kill them, but you're like, if they get in the way, then everybody goes. Then everybody goes. Yeah, yeah. And then like, who decides whether that's right or yeah, wrong? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's that. That, yeah. that that's a fucking. And struggle. really, the the person who decides that is uh, who's telling the story, yeah. right? Because the winner gets to write history. Right, like it's it's that's it's, true, that's, it's oh my it's, god, bro, dude, that's so fucking true. Bro. <laughs> the, the winner gets to write the history books, man. So it's like, I don't know, man. This shit is. I, I, I saw something the other day, man, where I was where it was something like that. It just rang a bell, man. Where it's like history, as we have been told it, is just somebody's perspective of history, and is not necessarily the absolute truth. No, and it's accurate, bro. And and I always think about like, yo, the person that lost the wars, you're not hearing their side of it. That's what I'm saying. Dude, and, and it's just funny, man. It, it made me think of like, so the US, the Pentagon announced this week that they created an atom bomb that's 24 times stronger than the one we dropped in Japan. We, we need one like that? Yeah, evidently so. <laughs> so it's like, dude, how many years did that fuck up like Hiroshima? It's still fucked up. I don't think you could live there till today. This is it's, 75 years later or something like whatever wow, it is. It's bro. 70. Uh, and, we, and we need it. You know what? That that I, I hope that's just a fucking scare tactic because why do you need that? You don't. But dude, but, but, but I go, the, but, but if I want to live, but if I want to live anywhere else in the world, I want to live with the guy that has that. Right. Yeah, and right. so you go, okay, cool. You know, if you watch fucking Oppenheimer or whatever, you've seen like just the destruction, and then you go, okay, multiply that by twenty four. That's, that's that's what insane. the fuck we have now. But, dude, you think about it from a history perspective, when we hear it as Americans, it's like they attacked us on you know the Pearl Harbor and and all that. And I'm not saying that that wasn't true, but it's like the side we're taught of makes us uh, patriots, bro. I, I remember going through uh, World War II museum in New Orleans. Yeah. Phenomenal museum one of the best museums i've ever been to in my life if okay. you're ever in new orleans you have to do this museum but by the end of the fucking like tours of the shit you're like going i want to fuck these dudes up like you know it's oh, like really? it's like yeah because you, you know you they go, make you sort of patriotic to, yeah so like i'm like you're almost like drop this fucking bomb like and and know me knowing the destruction that it's done right, knowing right, what right. it's caused today well knowing it's like the experience and and this is how good the museum is and it's not that they're trying to sway you that way but it's just that they're showing you the sort of the events leading up to it but it isn't necessarily from the american perspective. but it's from our the american perspective and i'm sure their perspective we were equally as evil quote unquote to them and so like 
I'm looking at, like, I remember going, like, by the end of it, I'm, like, fucking hyped. You know, I'm like, America, like, drop that shit. You know, like, <laughs> and then you just go, dude, what was that like from that side? Right. What was that story like? Did they believe the same way? You know, because you see a lot of movies and documentaries and read history books and all that stuff. And you, but really, we only get fed what sort of what our perception or our perspective of that was. It's like, what was the other side of that? Maybe there wasn't. Maybe ours was right. No, but. I'm sure there is, bro. And, and even even um um, I've I've read excerpts from like what the what the pilot of one of the planes that dropped it. He didn't even really understand what he was dropping. He he knew he knew like it was a new bomb and and he dropped it and he and he so he drops it and he turns around to kind of leave the area and he looks back and literally in his mind just goes what the fuck did I just drop like what did I just do yeah destroyer of worlds bro yeah do it and uh, we joked last week about us not having free healthcare twenty five more times. 25 times or 24 more times bigger than the atom bomb that dropped on. That's why we don't have free healthcare so we can get shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it, America. Thank you. America. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get an x-ray, but we could demolish fucking half of the European continent on one go. So, <laughs> fuck, I man. guess thanks. <laughs> How are we doing on time, bro? Bro, we're an hour 12. Into oh, this shit. shit. All right, let's end with this, bro. I was listening to the, one of the podcasts I listened to bes- besides our own is uh, the Brilliant Idiots. <laughs> and every week they do this thing is called Ask an Idiot. So, shout out to those guys, um, Charlemagne and uh, Andrew Schultz. They, they do a phenomenal job. Um, but what, they have like people that, that kind of write in from social media and ask questions. And I thought this was interesting. And the guy goes, what feels better, coming or shitting? Jesus. And is this strictly as a guy? As a guy. As a guy. What feels better, coming or shitting? If you say shitting, does that make you gay? (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, when you ask this, this this is really fucking weird. How long, do when you take a shit, how long do you stay in the bathroom? Oh, a long time, bro. But Okay, so think about that. Because you so stay in it for a in long time. The experience, not the feeling of the actual act. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's just like the feeling of something coming out of your ass. I think it's the. I think it's the uh, entire experience of going to take a fucking dump. Okay. And so I'm listening to these guys talk about it, and I'm listening, and I'm thinking about my myself. Right. Obviously, coming is is phenomenal, but there is something about going in the bathroom. That's when you are. If you are a family man. There's something about going in the bathroom and having that peace. Oh, it's the only time you don't get. And then not only yeah. that, but when you come out, you are like, you are relieved of something. Like you, th- there is a relief when you come out. You f- come out feeling better, bro. I'm going to go with coming still. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you and I don't disagree with any of that. I come out better after I come. Now, <laughs> I may have a slight situation, but, but who knows? What, <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if you're, you're, what if you're with a woman who you don't want to stick around? Well, but then this factors into the the whole experience where you're like, okay, if I bust, and then I have that post not clarity, and then you're still around, then yeah. 
Then uh, maybe then is the not, shit, then but the shit's better. Then I'd be like, I'm gonna just go to the bathroom, <laughs> and they'll come. But out. you could bust a nut and just go to the bathroom. They'll come out. I'd be like, oh, feel free to leave. But <laughs> I might be in here. I a while. might be in a while. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me just go ahead and order that Uber. Um, yeah, I, I I hear it. I'm just not picking the. Yeah, no, no. I don't think I. I don't know that anyone. And I, I was actually surprised. There was there was several. Actually, I would say the majority of guys on the show. Not only um like like you know you had like the they had a guest on there. Yeah. Um, and it was you know Charlemagne and, and Andrew Schultz, and they have they have like the crew members. They had other guys are part of the crew. Right. The majority of men chose shitting. Dude, but I'm. What if you jerking off while taking a shit? You know, what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever done that. Like while, not while, not while, you mean, like you know in, the mean? You're in there, yeah, in the same session, you finish your shit, and you're like, ah, I'm in here, I'm gonna jerk off. That's a twofer. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, yeah like does coming yeah. have to be with a person? What if you do it yourself? Oh, that's true. I think I'm about saying that. so. If you jerking off, that's a peaceful time by yourself too. That's true. and that's better than the. I would definitely say that's better than taking a sh- I Yeah, I'm, I'm conflicted. Actually, no, I'm not. I just, I'm definitely picking the cum. I'm just now thinking of every scenario. Like, I'm trying to figure out what scenario would sway me. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I have to think about this is fucking infuriating. Exactly. <laughs> it, should be, it, should be, it should be like just cut and dry, right? You just go, coming is better. And I, right. and, I say, and, I, and I don't disagree with that. But then I go, but then listening to them and I go, fuck, man, like a, like a good session in the bathroom is like that shit is satisfying. You know where you got me, bro? Where you go, she's sticking around. Like, <laughs> 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 I would change my entire perception. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, tell them where they can find us. Woo. Yo, if you guys aren't already following us at the Carbon Food Podcast on IG, the Carbon FP Pod on Twitter or X, whatever fuck Elon wants to call it today, uh, Carbon Food Podcast on YouTube, TikTok, uh, and all your favorite audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts is shutting down soon, so make sure you you switch over to YouTube uh, or, or YouTube Music rather, and we'll be on there, and then Amazon Music, Audible. Uh, Geo Savin, Ghana, uh, Pocket Cast, Podchaser, and yeah, I mean Spotify, and, and that's the other big one, Spotify. And then leave a review, man. Spotify reviews, we 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 only got a handful in there, man. We we need a couple more reviews on Spotify, we need a couple more reviews on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you guys go in there; those are the big ones. And YouTube, if you follow us on YouTube, make sure you go in there, hit like, subscribe, turn on your notifications, and then just leave a comment on the videos, man. I like to I like to hear some feedback. Uh, uh, we read them all, so like. We we're not we're we're, we're even the asshole ones. Yeah, even care. the asshole ones. We laugh. We don't care. I don't take <laughs> this shit personal. And it and it's cool to see. Like I whether you hate us or you love us, I still want to read it and engage. And uh, we read them all. The, the, that's how many we have. We're hoping we get to the point where we can't read them all. So help us out. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, I'm gonna leave y'all with this today. I read this. I read this quote. I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know who the author is, but uh, whoever it is, I appreciate it. Um, it says, everyone in your life will have a last day with you, and you don't even know when it will be. So reach out to your God people. God damn, bro. Hit me in the fields, bro. Okay. Reach out, reach out to your people. Make sure you're checking up on your people. 
Yeah. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.